here at Rantcast. I swear I just had a good one here. The ba- basically what it said was, if I remember correctly, before one shoots, he must aim. Was that Nigeria? Let's see. Yeah, bef- okay, before shooting, one must aim. What does this mean? Well, I always talk about shooting shots. So before you shoot your shot, you gotta aim. What is aim? The strategy, right? The very targeted shot that's taken, the very targeted um, one or more people who you're trying to contact. You want to try and work with somebody. You wanna try and work for somebody. You wanna try and sell something to somebody. You know, you have to actually aim properly at very specific subcategories and subgroups of people. You want to, you know, even dating, right? You don't go for, well, actually, I shouldn't say this. Some dudes will just take a blanket approach to hitting up as many girls as they can on Tinder. (laughs) I had a friend like this. I had more than one friend like this. There's one in particular who was very, like, swiping right on everybody just to see what happens also using the same he'd use the same <laughs> copy and paste email on, on POF aka quote unquote plenty of fish so uh, <laughs> he'd also do that so yeah there's people who don't really aim, care about what they're aiming at right? they just aim or sorry they just shoot but I think um most people have a bit more of a discerning eye when it comes to what they want in different things. So, when you, you before you shoot, before you take your little grand shot, you have to have a strategy behind it. Um, when you're applying for a job, you have to really, you, you usually, <laughs> you usually, some people are just like, I need a job now. So, I'll apply to everything and anything, whatever comes first, comes first. Well, some people are very like, okay, I'm going to target these particular kinds of companies or whatever, and then tailor my resume towards that, right? Or when you're when you're moving apartments, you usually will tailor specifically to a you you will tailor your search specifically to a neighborhood. Usually, you won't just live in whatever neighborhood, but also there's people that do so it's it's not a one-size-fits-all thing but i think what the proverb is getting at is that planning is better than not planning you can over plan with planning and strategizing and then executing on that and then taking the shot is better than just going into things haphazardly so there's that all right now there was one right after that he who has goods can sell them like this is a very straightforward and it's funny too because it's in the Nigeria it's, the, it's a Nigerian proverb and they're very business oriented people but um he who has goods can sell them that's just straight up the upper hand those who have maybe maybe we can focus maybe not so much on the material part of it he who has goods maybe the goods is the knowledge you can package that knowledge up and sell it you can sell the information in a certain way Um, you have skills you can sell them if you have a trade you can sell that if you have some kind of skill which you can use to freelance you can you can do that 
if you have some form of skills or if you have some kind of sometimes your size is just good enough to be the goods right that you can sell i'm big therefore i can be a mover i'm small therefore i can you know uh, figure skate better <laughs> i mean i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it I'm not trying to discriminate against small people. I'm just saying, like, I didn't. I don't think off the top of the dome what a small person, what their actual, you know, how their size would help in certain things. But this is the thing. The overall, the overall point is, you know, if you have something, you can sell it, and you have the ability to sell as great, right? So it's a pretty straightforward proverb. Kind of went off the rails there, but it's true. He who has goods can sell. I think, I think, even even someone without material possessions. It's like Amber. There's this dude who who panhandles in the corner, and to, to the to the person in traffic, they're like, "Oh, there's that homeless guy again, or there's that panhandler." But even that guy, I've watched him get jobs on the corner. I guess his skill is, I think he said, I heard him say he was a roofer. And I remember this one dude just kind of rolled up on him. And I remember the interaction was such, I didn't hear all the, the details, but the interaction was such that it ended in him saying, I'm a roofer. And then the dude in the car hired him. So I'm like, all right. So even someone with nothing has some sort of quote unquote goods, it's goods and services, right? Same thing when now, I remember when I was in Houston, it's common practice for people to just roll up to street corners to major intersections and grab whoever happens to be at the intersection, usually the immigrants, the immigrant workers, the Mexicans on the corner. And they would then, I guess the common practice was they would then accompany the driver home, do whatever kind of like handyman, handywoman work needs to be done, fix up whatever. Uh, landscaping, and then they drive them back to the corner, drop them off, and then someone else would come need a job done so that's the kind of economy that's going on there on the low well it's not even on the low it's very overt but that's another you know even if somebody seemingly has nothing there's always some kind of trade that can take place there's always some kind of exchange of goods and services that can transpire that can go down between the two parties you know so there's my kind of quasi butchering of <laughs> some proverbs right but uh yeah hope y'all enjoyed peace